First time watching it? The the series? Yeah. No, I'm on like my sixth or seventh time watching it in a row. Dang. I mean, like, because I could, again, like, I started this series all over again. It's so funny you're, cause because. You're a big office guy. Yeah, uh, I'm huge. Right. And, like, when I get down to, like, like the last episodes, you know, stuff like that, I'm like, man, like, you know, it's like, Sorry. I just, like, get on, I get on Netflix and I just don't know what else to watch. Like, so I got so used to watching it and like, <laughs> I know I watched it already before, but then it's just like, because it's been that long since I haven't watched the beginning of it again. Yeah. Like, I kind of forget mm-hmm. in a sense. So the I just first, go back and entertain myself yeah. to go back to the first. I'm like, oh, then, no, this will happen. Oh, that's funny. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I tell everybody I talk to that the office is equivalent to, like, comfort comfort food. Yeah. It's like comfort TV. And the thing about it is that I never met anybody that actually says, oh, you know, it's all right. Either you love it or you hate it. That's true. Like, I have people mad you, I hate the office. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude. Okay, I love the office. So like, I don't see how why would you hate it. Like, And they said because of the humor. Um, you know, it's different. It's, it's it's a mockumentary, right? So, yeah. it's it's different type. You know, like and people just don't get it. I guess you know, but I get it. You know, it's just not supposed to be like a laughing, you know, crowd in the back or anything. Well, yeah, that's and actually, that. yeah, actually, since since I watched The Office for the, when I watched The Office for the first time, mm-hmm. I I really ended up loving that type of humor. Yeah. That now that I I can't watch a show with a laugh track. Exactly, it, it annoys mm-hmm. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah same, it's same fake. here. It's fake to same me. Same here. Yeah, it's not real. And I think after I start, I watched The Office. I I actually got into um, uh, Parks and Recs, which kind of has a similar vibe. You know, it's a yeah, little bit different, but it, it's the same thing. It's a mockumentary. You know, you follow you around or whatever. But uh, yeah, I kind of got into that one too. But like, I never. I think I watched it twice, maybe. Uh, but never watched it. You know, after that. But I, it's, I always just go back to the office, yeah. man. It's just hilarious. You yeah. know. Wait, before we get too into this, because I know you hit record already, right? Yeah. All right. Let me introduce that other voice you're hearing in that crisp, <laughs> that crisp microphone, yeah. because. He brought in his own gear. Mm-hmm. It's our good boy, Dan Blanco, in the house. Ooh, what it do, Dan, the man. Thanks for, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, and, um, man. And thank you for listening to another episode of The Casual Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, just so you're familiar, because this is still kind of new, kind of fresh, um, familiarize yourself with the voices. My name is David Fabian. And then um, here next to me, I have my nephew, Ike. Mm-hmm. And then today, joining us on the other mic and the other chair, it's the Danny Blanco. Danny Blanco, yes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, back to um, back to this talk about TV, which we just started talking about. I couldn't get into Parks and Rec, man. No, I couldn't. My wife, my wife, she's the funny person. I wouldn't consider myself a very funny person. Some people say, "Yeah, you're funny," but mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I don't know. She loves comedies. I'm more into like true crime documentaries and like dramas i really love dramas Mm -hmm. but i couldn't get into parks and rec man i watched maybe like i've watched a couple episodes with her Mm -hmm. a few but i just couldn't get into it it's because if you become a really you know a hardcore office fan you know it has its own distinct you know i don't think nothing could ever really match it you Mm -hmm. know and i remember hearing reports and stuff of you know if people trying to you know bring it back or whatever you know because of the cult following but yeah, and, you know, Parks and Rec, I think, was kind of like something they were trying to do with it. But you know, it's, it's always going to be a little different. So um, I liked it, you know, because and I watched it, and kind of you get stuck to a storyline, right? You kind of you know right. want to see how it progresses and stuff. And a lot, obviously, things change throughout the course of that show too. But um, yeah, it's a little different. So I get you know how it's not as the same, you know. So you kind of feel like, oh man, I'm a little disappointed that it's not the same. But it, you know, yeah. it won't be. But you know, I I did it like I think I watched it twice the series on Parks and Rec, and it was pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, I always go back to. And I, you, you haven't finished the office completely, huh? No. So my wife and I, this is the first go around for the office. Oh wow! And dude, I love it. Yeah, like, dude. Whoa. Like I'll be at work and I just think I can't wait to get home and watch yep. the episode. Yep. Or yeah, it became and, a thing where like I would get home and like literally like there's, uh, there's you know. not there's not many movies or shows that 
make me laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. And this show is one of the few that makes me laugh. And, and it's not That's even great. sometimes the things they say or they do. It's just sometimes the way Michael Scott looks into the camera. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dude. Um, I, it's all of it. All of it. Yeah, I think yeah. it has to go a lot with that. It's because, you know, you acknowledge the fact that there's like a film crew there, right? Mm-hmm. And like like Jim has that iconic look at the camera yeah. every time. Like Scott or, or, you know, or Michael, you know, is doing something, you know, or yeah. Dwight or somebody says something dumb. Y'all, like, I don't know. To me, it's just hilarious. And I guess, and I'm talking to some people that actually don't like it or hate the show or whatever yeah. that's like what annoys them I guess it's like why is that so annoying and stuff you know it's just like but that's what's funny about it yeah. and I guess you know it goes to show you how different people you know perceive different things you yeah know? everyone has their own interest in shows yeah. and stuff. but it's so interesting that you say that it's true though People either love it or they absolutely hate it and yep. can't stand it. Like, like like me, I mean, I won't say I, I don't say I, I could hate a show, but I mean, like, I know there's a big, huge, like, you know, friends following, right? Like, oh, all the yeah. following. Never got into it. I, uh, one show I did get into a lot uh, back in the day was the That 70s Show. Yeah. Really? I actually like that. Um, I, Like, now, I, I remember it came out on Netflix and I tried to watch it again, like how I used to. Mm-hmm. But with that sense of me watching The Office... And going back to like that, you know, with the crowd, you know, laughing in the yeah, back. The laugh track. It just, I, yeah, laugh track. I, I couldn't get back into it. Like, it didn't seem like as genuine, you know, as like, like, I don't know. I guess it's because I perceive, you know, the office being more kind of realistic in the mm-hmm. sense that, you know, this is what would happen. Like, you wouldn't have anybody, you know, or laugh track in the background or anything like that, you know, of the things happening in those people's right. lives versus that, you know. So, but I mean, yeah, I actually liked that last 70 show. Um, Oh, one show, I guess, um, that I really kind of like liked a lot back in the day, uh, Malcolm in the Middle. See, yeah, I, feel like I actually that show, liked it. I yeah. actually liked it. That was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah, those are the, that show, Malcolm in the Middle, and um, that '70s show were the mm-hmm. shows that I used to watch actually live on TV when right. there was nothing else to watch right. on TV. Yeah, yeah, it was back in the day. Yeah. Like it was like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. Why is it on? <laughs> but it's so funny because Malcolm like in the Middle, even before The Office, like mm-hmm. he would talk to the camera. Right. Right. You know, yeah, exactly. it was, it's interesting now that I think about it. It's yeah. like, whoa. So that he did that before. Yeah, the it's like the pioneers of that mockumentary kind of style. Because because. Remember the storyline was him always kind of talking about like what happened during that day or right. something you know what led up to it. So it's yep. kind of like a like a diary kind of you know yeah. feel to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's uh it's kind of weird. And I'm trying to think. And you know what other show that if you like The Office, what show that I actually have gotten into? But I haven't really followed it like as religiously as my wife has. But mm-hmm. it's a show. It's on NBC. It's called Superstore. Have you ever watched? Oh, it? I seen. I seen uh, some commercials, I commercials on it. Yeah, that's because I, I kind of want to watch it. That's because the new that. season's coming out. But yes. Um, okay. So yeah. it's been out. It's been out. Oh, okay. Like, my wife okay. watches it on Hulu religiously it's like a, it's every a, week. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like a like a Walmart spoof or something. Yeah. I mean, they wear like these blue vests, so that's yeah. kind of look like. No, it's, yeah, definitely. It's pretty funny. It's it's actually that that show is actually pretty funny, and I think it has the same. They don't look at the camera and laugh, but there isn't a laugh track. Um, they don't acknowledge the camera being there or anything like that. But it's very the humor has a, is a lot like the humor on the office oh wow very sure. much so. then i i, I could tell already gonna yeah. be a fan or something if yeah. i watch it probably watch an episode That's yeah funny. you is you it would... it's not on netflix or it's on uh no it's not on netflix it's on hulu oh it's on hulu okay yeah because it's still going on that hulu, still going on yeah you gotta get hulu yeah. i think i don't know they used to have a hulu offer like you can get hulu and spotify for like a ridiculously low price. Right. Say, like, yeah, you can do, I think, cool Spotify for like 10 bucks mm. or something to like get, that. I, I get it for five. Um, student discount. Maybe. Yeah. Dang, must be nice. All what right. Enough do? Enough about TV. <laughs> enough about TV. Let's let's get into some real chatter here. Yes. So, Danny, you're going to be leaving us. And by leaving us, I mean leaving us here in the Tri-Cities. Yes, How do you I feel? Am. Where are you going? Tell me why you're moving. What's going on? Who ran you off? Who ran me off? Away from tri You guys ran me off. No, I just hate you. <laughs> No, nah, man, a big, big change is coming to, uh, you know, Danny's life, I guess, uh, um, you know, 
Nothing uh, to be like, honest with you. And his life, you talk to you talk talk to myself person. in third person. Yeah, because another show that he's been wow. into is Elmo's World. <laughs> Elmo's so World, you got it. Kind of rubbed yeah. off on him. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I love that. I watch a lot of Sesame Street That's because funny. of my daughter. So, yeah, exactly. But, yeah. I grew up on Sesame Street, man. Heck yeah, man. And uh, not, not a lot has changed, but I guess some <laughs> things have. But anyways, um, yeah, a, a lot a lot of stuff, um, you know, is changing. I guess uh, in reality, at the end of the day, um, I'm, it's not that I'm like. To be honest with you, I'm not. I'm not running away from it. I guess you know a lot of people say like, "Oh, why are you moving?" You know and stuff. You know, are you running? Sure, away? you had a good. No, like you know, and I had a good here. You know, I had a you know a decent job and stuff, decent career and all that. But um, I don't know. You, you, know, you get to that point. You know, you, just, you want something new. You know, something fresh. You know, I I've done you know six years here in this company that I've been with, um, and uh, been good actually. You know, I had a really good career with them and stuff had a lot of good opportunities you know mm-hmm. growth and stuff like that you know i um for you guys that don't know I, i'm you know i'm a refrigeration tech so essentially a lot of people think you know oh you know you'll fix refrigerators or like hvac units nah i deal with the with the big stuff like uh industrial size freezers and blast freezers and stuff so i deal with a lot of um uh, anhydrous ammonia which essentially um is what we use for our, as a refrigerant you know to freeze you know um and 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 the job that i'm doing now we do potatoes so we freeze potatoes, you know, for packaging and all that, mm-hmm. but that requires a lot of a lot of energy, a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of money on site and everything. So I'm kind of the compliance person and stuff to deal with, you know, making sure that you know everybody's place plays everything by the rules, plays it safe. In short, you're really important to the es- company. Essentially, yes, <laughs> yeah. I, I was at one. <laughs> I was, I guess, but you know, now that I'm leaving and stuff. Uh, Sorry, let me check back in. You were talking about all these numbers and stuff, and I kind of. No, oh, yeah, yeah. No, so, so essentially, yeah. Not to get into like the whole the technical of, side of, of it what I do, uh, but I, I'm just a you know, I'm refrigeration tech. I went to school for HVAC R technology, sure. um, you know, for uh, two years over at Perry Tech. So graduated there. Two years of that technical training, and then uh, yeah, I got hired over here at uh, Lamb Weston in, in Richland, um, and then been there for six years, man. And dang, like I, it's just like yeah. it's just like yesterday. It feels like I just you know got hired on and. Six years later, you know, you know, I'm I'm moving to uh, yeah. to, to Portland. What do you um? So I, I think, and I don't know, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but have mm-hmm. you ever moved out of Tri Cities? Like, have or have ever moved from like um, southeastern Washington? I say because uh, you're originally from like the valley. Yeah, yeah. So I, I grew up in a valley over in uh, Zilla. Graduated mm-hmm. there back in '05. Um, so I'm yeah, I'm essentially you know. Is this lower like valley. your first time leaving? Yeah, home is because yeah, I mean yeah. I consider all this kind yeah. of the same area. So, so a little background, I guess. Yeah, I I moved here obviously when I was a little kid um, to the valley. I lived in Buena, and then from Buena I moved to Zilla. Graduated there, and then I lived there for about I was twenty four, you know, twenty five, and I went to school. And then I graduated when I was actually no, yeah, twenty four. Yeah, I graduated when I was twenty four, out of Perry, and then that's when I I moved. I well, I lived in Zilla, but I commuted over here for uh, a year, like so an hour drive. So that's mm-hmm. when I. Actually ended up buying my house over here and moving over here. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I've been here since then. So it's yeah. Essentially, I, I grew up in a southeast Washington area like all my life. So yeah, I, this is I'm, what I know. Because I'm kind of we're almost the same. You're a little bit older than me, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of uh, I, I'm in the same boat. Like I've never left. What What mm-hmm. are you most um, What are you most looking forward to, and what are you most afraid of? Um, you know, I, so I was just over there this weekend, you know, because I had to take care of some business stuff for my for my new job and everything, but um. Um, honestly, uh, what I'm excited about the most, I guess, uh, 
the new opportunities that will bring, you know, um, with, uh, you know, my music and stuff like that. You know, I, I know a lot of good people over there, you know, that are very musically involved and all that, you know, just in just in church in general and all that. But that's what really you excites that, bro? me you as suck, well. You suck, bro. You suck. <laughs> no, we, we, we didn't cut it. We didn't cut it. No, 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 Dude, no, no, I, was no, no. It. I was thinking it. I was thinking it. It's like, like yeah, that. I can do more music over there. People over there nah, care. Nah, we don't nah, even nah, practice nah, over nah, here, nah, bro. Dude. You suck. Nah, <laughs> nah I ain't even like that, bro. It's on good, man. I understand. No, nah, I mean, I know you. You honestly, you always have like, kind of like for the for years. I mean, I mean, always traveled over there. Like you have close yeah, friends over there. Yeah, you know? I, I spent a lot I of time it. over there and stuff like that. You know, and, and it's one of those things. You know, like uh, and not and not and yeah. I mean, that has to do a lot a lot with it. But uh, you know, when an opportunity like that presents itself, I, I honestly, I, I told God, you know, like. You know, if you're gonna make this happen, like I told him, like you're gonna open, you're gonna make the way. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna move over there because I want to. I mean, obviously that's the want, but I'm not gonna move over there to go to like a, a a worse job or like a job that pays less just because I'm really desperate to move over there. Like I told God, like I'm not gonna do that. Like if you want me over there for a reason, you're gonna open the doors. Yeah. And literally, guys, like I'm not lying. Like God opened the doors. Like it's a great company. They're actually like relocating me over there. They're like, you know, they're paying for everything. Like I don't have to do any muscle work at all. Like everything lined up. Like I actually had like four companies that were actually competing for my employment. That's crazy. Like man. to the point where I'm like, I've oh, never man. had anyone fight for me. Not even <laughs> girls, not not jobs, not nothing. That's cool. No, like I was like sitting there like, man, like the blessings, man. Like it was just phenomenal. It's just like you know. Like I said, I told God, like, if you're going to make it happen, you're going to make it happen. And that's going to, you know, it's going to be a better, you know, move for me in every aspect of life, you know. And mm-hmm. God just made it happen, man. It was it was so amazing, like, how just everything just lined up, like, boom, boom, all these jobs coming at it. You know, like, I literally had, you know, a portfolio of, of, of job offers there, like, sitting there, like, which is going to be the best one. And then I was talking to him, like, yeah, you know, this is what this company is offering. This is what and I actually told him that. Mm-hmm. And this company, I'm like, you know what? We'll pay for your relocation. You know, we'll give you a sign-on bonus. Yada yada yada. And I was just like, right, how man. much are they giving you for relocation? You don't have to answer that, but I well, they're checking my bank they're account. they're literally paying for every like I don't nothing comes out of my dime to relocate. So the way the companies works is that you know they pay for your like you know deposit. They pay for your first month rent. They pay for a moving company to come out here and actually pack everything for you and everything that you know disassemble any furniture you got and all that stuff. And then they load up on their trucks. They all have to do is just drive over there, meet them there, and they unload everything for me Taking and, and take and load it all up. And like I don't do any muscle work. It's it's awesome, man. Like you know that's that's all that's all great and dandy and all that. But like I said, um, you know the the new job and everything that that I'm doing, you know, it's it's, it's everything lined up. The the, the my schedule is gonna be a Monday through Friday gig. You know, six thirty three thirty. You know, I still have my weekends off. You know, like. I don't have to worry about work, like working Saturdays. Like I'll work a random Saturday, you know. I'll work a random Sunday, or no, it's all set. Like it's great, and it's kind of the same thing, you know, all day I'll be doing. But it's very, it's not as stressful as uh, you know the job that I have now. Even though yeah. you know, I enjoyed what I you know, what I've been doing, mm-hmm. but you know I had an office job, you know, so spent a lot of time. I heard weekends that. off. That means you're gonna be coming quite a bit, right? Yeah, to Zilla <laughs> to visit my parents. <laughs> visit <your> parents. <laughs> I don't know if I'll see. Uh, it's a little bit more of a ways out here, yeah, which is ca- kind of crazy the way that works geographically, but because of the roads, the way you were explaining yeah. to me, it's, it's actually it's, shorter. It's, 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 it's a lot shorter to, to Zilla because, yeah, it's... Because there's another road that basically yeah. cuts around all of this. Car. Yeah, basically. Like, I don't have to come all the way to Tri-City to go to Zilla. I just cut across, uh, like, Highway 97 over Sadis and just cut over there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about, right here to my parents, it's about an hour drive. 
and from Portland where I'd be living to my parents would be about you know a three hour drive. So it's like a two hour difference, you know. And I, yeah. I was talking to my actually to my parents today. I was well, seeing them and stuff. They're like, you know, and they're they're supportive, you know, thank God and everything. But of course, you know, as parents, you know, they're always a little bummed out. You know, it's like, man, my mom's like, you know, you're going further away from us, you know, stuff like you know. And I was kind of feeling bad, you know, like. But she understands, you know, it's like, you know, I'm young, yeah. I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm single and Natural. nothing really holding me back, you know, it's just like. Yeah, this is the now. time, honestly, to make the moves is mm-hmm. right now, you know, because yeah. like you're saying, you're, you know, you're not, you're not married, you don't have any kids. Right. Sometimes I think because my head's kind of always in the clouds and I'm always like dreaming about things. And mm-hmm. um, but, you know, I've uh, I've chosen to have responsibilities of mm-hmm. being a husband yeah. and being a dad. And it's mm-hmm. like, hey, yeah. this is this is my life now. Right. And so I have to build my dreams around this. Exactly. Now. No, yeah, and, and that's absolutely nothing wrong with that, obviously. No, because there isn't, no. because you know, there's a lot of things, you know, I I was talking to a good friend of mine and um, you know, he's 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 a successful guy, you know, he's married and everything, has kids. Um and, and it's funny because we we're sharing kinda like how he feels like, Hey man, you know, I wish I can do that, you know. And and to be honest with you, I was sitting there, I'm like, dude, I wish I, you know, I had a family, you know, I had some I was already settled down. Like I'm saying, I'm not all bummed out about it, but you know what? I'm able to do some things that he's probably not able to do. But then again, he's he has some things too that I would, you know, wish I had. So it's like kinda like, you know, back and forth, like it has its pros and you know, whatever. The way of the road. The way of the road. You know, the way of the road. But you know, um, like I said, uh, you know, some of the things I guess uh, I, I look forward to is that, you know, music and stuff and, you know, new opportunities, new city, um, Portland, you know, it's, um, some people like it, some people hate it, but, you know, I, I think it's a beautiful city, you know, um, there's a lot of rain and stuff, actually, I was over there this weekend and it was raining a lot, but I was like, better get used this, to that, bro, nice. it's gonna rain a lot. Yeah, you know, but um, I'm fortunate to be, you know, in a nice you know, little place that I got and everything and, um, and I came over here, and I was enjoying the weather just today. You know, I know it was raining here, but I was over in Dilla. And my no, parents, it was nice over there, huh? Oh, my God. I, I was like, I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram, but it was like, the, oh, it's a beautiful, like, clouds all over the place and everything. And I'm going to miss the weather. I'm going to miss the weather here, man. It's, it's, it's different. It's dry. Over there, it's just, like, hot and humid, or just humid, you know, and when it gets cold, it gets wet. And yeah. Never really been in, I know I always told people that I've never been a fan of rain, but, you know, it's one of those things, like, you have to get used to that, so. But you know, uh, it's 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 a it's a type of vibe, you know. It's yeah. just it's just different. So it's different. So I have a question. Yeah. Um, you're talking about how God opened and made a way for mm-hmm. you to to make this move. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? You think for for someone that uh, I'm, I think I'm at a point in my life, right? I'm 25 years old, where mm-hmm. a lot of the decisions I make now mm-hmm. are gonna, you know, it's for the long term, right? Okay can affect me for the long term mm-hmm. um it's kind of like when people come out of high school what decisions what decisions are they going to make what would that look like for you like you kind of explained it but mm-hmm. what did it look like for for god opening the doors or you knew that was the way that you had to go because i'm sure leaving further away from your parents is hard yeah yeah but i also know that you had to do it right right i mean uh I, 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 I don't know if I, I mean, I, I probably talked to you, I mean, more Isaac Langis than David, but I mean, I've, I've said before, like, I've been wanting to move to Oregon for like, actually about maybe a couple of years now, you know, yeah. um, kind of more like back in the day, more like just like, oh, that'd be nice, you know, to go and that'd be cool. And I kind of got more serious about it, you know, um, last year, you know, or so maybe around this time this year. And I was contemplating, you know. You know, this is possible. Like, I can do this, you know. But it was that thing right there that was holding me back is, you know, I'm going to be further away from my parents. You know, they're getting older and stuff, you know. And, you know, that kind of still feels, you know, a little tug, you know, like, oh, man, like, am I making the right decision? But you know what? Yeah. 
Um, but the way, I don't know, the way that, I don't know, the, I guess the way that God showed me or it's just, really at the end of the day for me, um, that experience, I guess, was more like I legitimately just asked and prayed. I like, like, God, you know what you're doing. And if this is your will, you're going to align things the way they're going to be and they're going to be in my favor, you know, for your honor and glory. Like, the way that things kind of lined up and the way that, like, when I got these emails and stuff, you know, like, for these job offers and I got these calls and everything, mm-hmm. and it was just like, I don't know. It, it was really surreal. Like, it happened so fast, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, like, it felt like it happened really fast because... This company reached out to me, you know, and all these four companies that reached out to me, they were just like, you know, we, like, when can you start? Like, we need you, like, as soon as possible, like, and then I, I was kind of, like, actually balancing myself, like, man, like, okay, I have all these job offers, but, like, I, I need to let them know, hey, can you guys wait? Like, can I give you an answer, like, maybe next week or something? Because I was still waiting for, like, a response from this company. Like, it, 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 all that was going on at the same time while, like, I'm realizing, God, like, God, you're doing this. Like, Wow. Like, it was really surreal. And I don't even know how, I couldn't even know if I could put that into words the way it happened. But it was like, I, I literally, like, almost, like, I, I literally, like, almost cried, like, you know, just got, like, it, with happiness. It's like, God, like, I am nothing. Like, you're doing this all, you're, you're doing this for me. Like, it ain't me. Like, you know, all the experience I had and everything, all the, you know, um, the work that I put in, you know, um, Obviously, I recognize that's the reason you know, a lot of it has to do with, you know, me being able to get better jobs and stuff because, you know, a lot of these companies that they were, like, looking for to, to hire me is because they were looking for experienced people. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find experienced people in my trade. By yeah. the way, people out there are listening, like, you guys, if there's young kids out there, I really encourage to look for, like, a skilled trade, you know. Uh, college and all that is great and all that. You know, like, I, I, I always tell people, you know, get an education and all that, but... It doesn't always have to be a four-year university. No, it doesn't. For you to get you know, an if you're mechanically inclined, I mean, I'm telling you guys, like I know firsthand because I do a lot. You know, I I did a lot of interviewing and stuff too, and hiring over in and I'm Um, like there's like we were with all the time we were hurting for people just to find people that were just somewhat mechanically inclined. Like you can get like really good jobs if you were just mechanically inclined. It's pretty awesome. That's a tough um. That's a tough skill to find nowadays. Yeah. And, and that kind of leads me to, I mean, very, very vaguely, but mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about this and then shifting gears a little bit. Okay. Um, I think it kind of, this is a good segue, a good tie into mm-hmm. this question, but um, it's a conversation that we had previously, that we've had previously. Um, and I just want to, I want to talk about it again. I know yeah. IQ probably gonna be like, Hey, we're gonna talk about this again. But it's <laughs> honestly, it. like, I've honestly still like have really been thinking about it mm-hmm. and I've really been battling with it. Um, I don't know, probably for like a week recently and it's happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the reasons why a lot of people don't have those skills anymore mm-hmm. or not choosing to go into those skills mm-hmm. is because of obviously the new world we live in. Mm-hmm. The new world in which um, the way we communicate is a lot different now. Right. You ask kids what they want to be when they grow up, and the majority mm-hmm. of them will tell you they want to be YouTubers, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. You know what I mean? There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. But I, I kind of want to. I kind of know Isaac's take on it, mm-hmm. but I kind of want to know your take on it okay. because I've really been battling with this, and it's social media. Okay. And just internet and the relationship I have with my phone. Oh, okay. Um, like I've really been battling with it recently, and I want to get your take on it. But okay. Um, just recently, I was just thinking like, man, I really want to, and I do this from time to time where I delete my social media apps. So I delete 
Um, everything but YouTube. I don't consider YouTube a social media because I don't go okay. on there to be social. I just go on there to consume stuff, right? Like right. watch videos. It's like TV for me. Right. But I mean, what what is your? Have you ever battled with social media? Like, how, how, what is your relationship like with social media? Oh man. Okay, that's a pretty good one. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, you know what? Now that I'm realizing it, I think um, you, you don't know you have an addiction until you realize you have a problem, right? Well, sure. You don't know you have an addiction until someone takes it away from you. Okay, that's the thing. Okay, so, okay, recently, uh-huh. uh, you know, a funny thing I was talking, I, I, this happened to me today. So I was at this office in Yakima that I had to go and I had an appointment and stuff. And uh, it's a government office I had to go into. Um, and it said, hey. Uh, I need you to um, turn off your cell phones um, when you get in. Um, no cameras, nothing. Yeah. I was like, all right, man, no problem, man. It's cool. cool. Good. So then, you know, they had security and stuff out there. So I they checked my stuff or whatever. And then I got in. I sat down. I had my phone off. And, um, dude, like, it was just second nature. Like, I reached in my pocket, put my phone out, just because I, I could literally sat there for like half an hour waiting, you know, for the people, the, the teller at the office. And I, was, yeah. I looked at my phone. I was like, oh, it's off. I can't turn it on. I put it back in <laughs> and like so literally no lie like like two minutes later i did the same thing again i'm like you know, oh, get on my, i was like you're like oh at oh, least it feel, at least it feels good in my hand yeah but I, but it's <laughs> odd like, but it's dark like i can't see anything i'm like uh, and literally across my mind i'm like oh my god i'm like subconsciously doing something to pass the time yeah bro and like I, I can't do it right now because I'm in this building. I can't. I can't look at my phone. I can't. I'm not supposed to have my phone. I'm not supposed. It's not supposed to be on. And I'm sitting there. I'm all like, dude. And it's just funny how you you bring that up because that just happened to me today. And I'm just like, wow. Like what? Like how could I pass my time without my phone? Like what would what would that be like? I I like to say and sit here and tell myself like, yeah, I'll be fine. I won't go crazy or nothing. But um. It's literally an extension of you now. I think a lot of, I mean, I'm not saying it's really a, a bad thing. It's just that it's become an extension of people, you know, like it's part of you. Like, you know, without my phone, if I were leave it at home or something like mm-hmm. that, like you're not connected. Yeah. I guess, you know, there's this subconscious thing, you know, in your mind that yeah. you like feel like I'm not connected anymore. And I, I guess I just, I don't know, man, I really been battling with it because uh-huh. So my wife has been gone for, I don't know, like four days now. She left last Thursday. We're recording this on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And she left to Arizona to go visit some family. Mm-hmm. And so I've been at home chilling. Like, I'm not doing anything, right? Mm-hmm. I've been a lot of, I've done a lot of, like, creative stuff and, like, just try to stay busy on my computer. And usually when I'm on my computer, I'm not on social media, whatever. Right. Um, but I've just been using my phone so much. Yeah. And I've been on, like, Instagram so much mm-hmm. and... It's just like... And now your phone could tell you, huh? Like, where you spend your time and everything. it tells you every (laughs) week. Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh. And it's just like... It's it's astounding, huh? And and I want to get a little deeper, but I just feel like, man... Mm -hmm. And and I'm just kind of speaking from from my heart here, man. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like we're just so fake on social media, bro. Like, it's a totally... Like you're saying, it's an extension of you, but it's like a totally different... Like, people are totally different, and it gives the false illusion that you actually care... They directly give... Mm -hmm. They actually care about Mm -hmm. somebody else. Yeah, I, I, I think um, you, you you definitely hit something there. Because well, you really don't. People don't really care. No. And it's funny because um, this is one problem, I think, you know, that young people, you know, I guess anybody, you know, in any age that's addicted to social media and stuff like that, you know, um, I was listening to a, 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 it was a preaching I got on my way back from Oregon yesterday. And it was talking about specifically that, you know, how 
um, a lot of a lot of you know young people, especially you know they're young and they try to validate themselves, you know, with likes and all that. You know, like that's what consumes them and that becomes their identity. Mm-hmm. It's just like this some this persona that all of a sudden you become an actor. Like your life has to be an act to to validate your existence in, on social media because social media is your thing. Like they grow up thinking, no, I have to put something up. I had to put something up. I had to put myself. Well, yeah, because you know, you're not just living your life now like yeah. normal living your yeah. life. Now you have to live your life on here, yeah. on your phone, on Be- those social because, media platforms. Because all of a sudden you're somebody. Yes. Like and, and a perfect, perfect example, you know, he was talking about uh, talking to, to the girls and stuff. Like all of a sudden he said, you put yourself up there, and all of a sudden you put yourself up in a bikini top or something like that. Now you give them that. Mm-hmm. Now what's gonna happen? It's like all of a sudden the lights start coming in. Now you have to give them more. Now you have to keep on doing that to become. You know, relevant. You know what I mean? And it becomes like it becomes an addiction. It's crazy how true that is. Um, I didn't realize it, but there was a time where I would post on Instagram. I cared so much about the likes that I got. Were you wearing bikini tops? <laughs> no, sure. no, that, that explains the lack of likes on my pictures. Now. <laughs> so maybe you need to wear some speedos. <laughs> bikini tops. Uh, I think I'd get banned. <laughs> I'd get banned. Um, no, no, no. But for real, like. I used to delete pictures because it, this is embarrassing to admit, but true. And I guarantee you, there's people out there that do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. A picture doesn't get enough uh, comments or likes, and it's gone. Yeah. And it's crazy because I started like self-evaluating myself, and it's like, are you serious? Like, social media was made as a way to share what you're doing. Right. And to share with family and friends and communicate and stuff. And now mm-hmm. I'm carrying what people I'm carrying what people think. So I'm gonna tailor what I'm doing, tailor the mm-hmm. way I make this look, mm-hmm. to put it on Instagram and make it look good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know it's funny. Crazy. It's because I think I know I know some people. You know, um, you know, close friends and stuff that I, I, I see. Like obviously I'm not gonna name anybody, but um, you know I see the, their their social media presence mm-hmm. and how it is, and then I see how people reflect on. Oh my God, your life looks so great. Yeah. But then when you know when you're a part of that inner circle and you know how their life is really like, it's like, man, dude, like it's actually kind of sad. Yeah, you know, and it's just like, and, and I, I could piece for myself too, you know, because you know, I, I was at that point, you know, sometimes, you know, like I'd be like, oh, you know, likes would be nice, but to be honest with you, like I've never been about the likes. I just I was like, I'll put whatever's out there, and like, you know, didn't really care too much about like. To get, you know, I, honestly, I think the biggest, the most likes I've ever gotten, like, I think on a video or something that I posted, was, like, 100. Like, that's it. Like, and it, it is, there's never been about that. But there's people out there that actually, like, exist off that. But it's yeah. funny because, like, what I'm telling you is that most people that you see out there and you see that, like, oh, my God, their life looks so amazing. Like, look at them going here. Look at the travel. Look at look at what they're at and everything. What, look what they're doing. But behind all that, like, like, like I said, like, this preaching I was hearing, it's just, like, they have to act this way in order to carry this presence. But in reality, it's not them. They become an they become a different identity. They become an actor. Yeah, it's dude. It's know, like man. whoa. I've know? just really been reflecting on a lot in my head, and maybe it's because I haven't had my wife here, and I haven't had a chance to talk to somebody like a lot. Like I'm yeah. usually always talking. You know, my, I get home and I talk to my wife. I talk my head off. I talk all the time. I talk too much. Mm-hmm. But um, I've just been like self reflecting a lot, and I've been thinking like, here's another thing that you guys haven't experienced yet because you don't have kids. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what am I doing to my daughter by putting her all mm. over? I'm just plastering her all over mm. social media. Like, she's going to grow up and kids are going to, like, kids that she grows up to and goes to school with are going to mm. be able to see, like, really intimate parts of her life without her permission because I have put them now on social media. 
And I know it sounds harmless, you know, and maybe I'm going overboard. I mean, maybe I'm just in my head, but it's just like, I don't think I'm, I don't think we're starting, I don't think we've seen the effect that fully, or maybe I'm not aware of the effect that it's having even on our kids' life. And I'm just thinking like, man, so there's that aspect. Yeah. And then there's also the aspect of like, yo, is my kid really just going to grow up seeing me with a phone in front of my face? Like, I didn't grow up seeing my dad like that, mm-hmm. my mom like that. Yeah. I saw them like... I think, I think we're old enough to know, like, I mean, at least me, I, I didn't get my first cell phone, I think, until I was like 17. Yeah, I didn't get my first cell phone until it was after so, it was like my senior year in high school, same age, after 17. I think you reflect back, like, what were you doing before that? Yeah. How was your life? I mean, I remember it was great. Like so, I had my next door neighbors to play with. Yeah. Like, dude, I would being, sit. I would sit in my room when a new CD came. When I bought a new CD, and right. I would like listen to the whole CD, just lay in my bed and just chill, yeah. distraction yep. free, yep. and just like really consume the big that old binder, music. binder with big yeah. bunch of CDs in it. And <laughs> you had to flip through them and everything. Yeah, that was the thing. I don't know, man. It's just so. It's it's, it's it, it, that goes to show you how fast technology is. You know, and this is this is everything about 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 consumers in general, right? That everything has to be very convenient. That's what sells, yeah. right? And of course, the phone has become. I remember when the phone was just a flip phone, just to call people, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, it became Texas, like, oh, Texas is amazing. And then all of a sudden, you had internet access. I remember when I had a, a Motorola um, a Razor, like that had like the best, you know, internet, like you know, little mobile friendly yeah. pages where you could look at and everything. I was like, oh, it's amazing. And then of course, the iPhone came out, and it was just like, oh just my god, just changed the world, you know. Yeah, and now right. what? Today they had the Apple release, right? They talked yeah. about the new iPhone 11 or whatever, and they're talking about pictures and stuff, like how awesome it could take. I'm just saying, you know, technology is progressing so fast. And I going back to what you were saying about like, how is this gonna affect what I'm doing now in the future? Mm-hmm. That's very hard to say. I think, in in my personal opinion, is because how fast things change. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how fast it's changing. That you do something now, you don't even know like what's gonna be the after effect. You know, like what's gonna be the effects of it like later down the road. Like, yeah. and then two, three years from now, like how it's, what's gonna change? Yeah, who knows? I just I don't know. I just really been reflecting on it, and it's like, yo, so what am I gonna do about it? You know, mm-hmm. I, and and it doesn't mean like. I don't think anyone should bash anyone who says, hey, I'm going to take a break from social media and they take a break and then they come back. Like, okay, yeah, cool. Like, it's the, like, let them. Yeah. Like, So I'm just really reflecting on how am I going to, what am I going to do? I know I want to do something about it just to try it out, honestly. Mm-hmm. And just to see. And, it, and for me, I think right now I'm leaning towards deleting social media apps from my phone. And mainly I mean like Facebook and Instagram because mm-hmm. that's what takes the majority of my time. Twitter, I don't, again, I'm not very social on Twitter. I would consider it more like I just, that's where I get my news and just. Right. Sport, a lot of sports, mainly yeah, yeah. a lot of sports. So I don't know that I would delete that. Right. But I feel like deleting them from my phone and then not having that pressure of having to post something and mm-hmm. um, just like, interact. Just like live it, the life around you. I just want to live, like yeah. live for real. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And not worry yeah. about like having to live on here as well because yeah, exactly. I, I go days and I post and I'm very active. And part of it is because of the personality that I've built and on social media, like you're mm-hmm. saying. I've built I've built a following on social media mm-hmm. that I feel like oh, I need to keep my these people head, entertained. Yes, in my head I'm like, oh crap! <laughs> yeah. I haven't given yeah. these people content. Yeah. They haven't seen a picture of Amelia yeah. in like two weeks. Oh my gosh! I need to post yeah. another picture about her. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I, I think I want to. Del- what I think I'm gonna do is delete those from my phone and then just go back to using them on my computer. Like if I want to check my Facebook at night, yeah. like like how in back the in the day room. how you used to yeah. like when you had to go on like like mom, can I use the computer? Yeah, yeah. sure, you have to. For me, I had to go to a school computer and sneak in and try to library. check my Facebook. Yeah, the library. Yeah. Have to go to the library. Like, get off the get off Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you. I don't know. Yeah, That's how it used to be. No, no, I I get it. And like I said, you know, like and 
that's what I've, you know, what I've, I won't say studies or anything. I mean, I don't study into it, but like from what I've seen, you know, and from my experience and stuff, like, you know, a lot of people, it, it goes both ways, right? It's the people that uh, have that issue, I guess. And, and maybe some people feel like they don't have an issue, you know, with that. But, you know, there's also people that like have to look at what other people are up to. Of course. Like, oh my God, you know, like I wish FOMO. I had their life and everything, you know, it's just like, FOMO dude, is a thing. Yeah. Exactly. If you're missing out, mm -hmm. it's crazy because uh, so we do this little thing called fantasy football, right? Yeah. And little? that is the biggest. It's a big thing. No, it's kidding. No, yeah. It's just... <laughs> I get the biggest FOMO with fantasy football because I need to know what is going on with the players and and with all this stuff, yeah. right? But I realize that it's not just fantasy football, but it's social media in general. That's what yeah. it is. It's FOMO. You want you need to know what's going on with mm -hmm. this person. You don't really care that much about them. Bro, yeah. you honestly really don't care about them. Exactly. If you did, you would actually have invited them to have coffee and had lunch with them. Right. So true. So then, this is what I mean. So then, by liking their picture on social media, your friend from high school that you haven't seen in 10 right. years feels like they know you. Like, oh yeah, like you really know them. Oh, like I really care about you because I like all of your pictures. That same person is the person that you'd avoid at Walmart. Uh, look mm -hmm. away. Go down this other just, I don't know, man. It just creates this like, <laughs> false yeah, sense of... Um, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I'm just. It's been really on my mind, and so yeah. I thought it'd be interesting to to chat about it. You know, it's, it's, no, yeah, it's, it's a big topic. Like you can go forever mm -hmm. talking about. Hey, what's up? This is Isaac. I just want to say thank you for listening to the podcast. If you're still listening, thank you so much. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation just as much as I did. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, make sure you follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, and. Let us know how we're doing. If you like the podcast, we'd love to know. You can leave us your review if you want. And be part of the conversation. What should we talk about? Give us ideas. Let us know. We'd love to hear it. Thank you.